I wondered why, what God gave me for today, and I know God gave me something. I wondered how it would fit, because it's not a sermon. I believe it's a decree and a declaration for you and your house and this house for this year. And I know we usually give announcements and take offering and all that right now, but can we just hear the word of the Lord right now? That's what I want to do. I want my iPad. I need to read it as God spoke it to me. No, I'm good. Just need my glasses. You can sit or lay or stand or kneel or fall or whatever you like. Ron, if you would just keep playing. It's been our custom, and I'm not married to a custom, but it seems to me that for the last several years, at the beginning of the year, God has put a prophetic word in the house and in our spirit for the coming year. Habakkuk says, write the vision down. Make it plain. Watch so that those who run are able to read it. This is Habakkuk 2. Now there's something powerful in that, in making the vision God gives plain. The intent of writing it down is so that no one has to slow down to be able to discern what God has said and what he is saying. If you write it down and make it plain, you can keep running and you don't have to slow down to be able to find out what God's up to. This is not a year to be confused. This is not a year to run in circles or in misguided directions. I believe the Lord Jesus is coming and I believe he is requiring focus from the church. Paul didn't say these 33 things I do. Paul said this one thing. I believe God is trying to get us to make a declaration because this year is coming. And as it unfolds, we must know what God has said and declared over us as a people. And lose, listen to me carefully, lose no, oh, no momentum. Confusion and misguided running causes a loss of momentum. You have to stop, you have to regather, and you have to recoup, and then you get to run again. There's going to be no loss of momentum this year. God began to speak to me out of Isaiah 50, 65, verse 8. Now, I want you to be... I want to be very clear with you. I, I recognize that what I'm getting ready to read is in the context of a situation that isn't necessarily applicable. And I'm certainly not trying to take a text out of context to present it to you. But there's a principle revealed in this scripture 
that God wants us to see about what he does with what is left. Can you put that up, Chad? Isaiah 65, verse 8. Thus says the Lord. Now let me explain to you the context briefly. He's talking to a people, a nation, who has obstinately rebelled and rejected him. And they are saying, they're, 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 there are prophecies being given that they're going to be cut off. Israel will be cut off. She did not listen. She did her own thing. And, and she will be cut off and there, there would be no hope for her. <clears throat> and God says, as the new wine is found in the cluster and one says, do not destroy it for a blessing is in it. A blessing is in it. And I know God was speaking. I want to be very clear with you. I know what God was speaking to in this text, but we see something about the nature and the mind of God. Amen. There were a people who had rejected God and because of that, there were certain folk who were saying there's no hope at all for all of Israel. They've wasted their days. They've wasted their purpose and there's no hope left. And God said, I'm not going to completely get rid of the vine. As much as you look at it and see no hope, there's still a blessing in it. Amen. And I came today not to speak to what you lost or wasted. I came to speak to what's left. There's a blessing in it. 2018, pastor was a wreck. Well, God is saying, I don't know, I'm going to hurt somebody with that. <laughs> it's like a dart. God is saying, quit focusing on what looks wasted and what looks lost and what looks hopeless and recognize that with the vine that is left in your life, there's a blessing in it. Twenty eighteen pastor was setback. Twenty eighteen pastor was closed doors. Twenty eighteen pastor was pain and rejection, and it just didn't work out like we thought it would. I want to tell you, with what's left, there's a blessing in it. As we started worshiping God a moment ago, I don't even remember what part it was. Oh, I remember what part it was when we got to the, by the way, thank you, Jesus, for heavenly worship. <sighs> Doesn't it feel so wonderful? Doesn't it feel so wonderful? I'm just going to prophesy that that is not post-conference Sunday worship. Oh, they'll come back to earth next week. Not me. I plan on never coming back to earth again in worship. I just want to stay with him. It was quiet for six straight minutes in this building. Isn't that fantastic? I mean, I think that's absolutely fantastic. Because sometimes Pentecostals have to always be speaking in tongues and always have to be given an interpretation. And sometimes we need to be quiet and be on our face and just worship Jesus. Say amen. I'm not mad. Just say amen. 
was glorious. But as we were singing this revelation song, it was just spontaneous and Brian and the team were just worshiping. It was marvelous, just marvelous. We started saying blessing and honor, glory and power, blessing and honor, glory and power, be unto the Lord. Now this is, this is bizarre. Number one, it's scriptural, but have you ever stopped to contemplate that we bless God and he blesses us? Now, we don't bless him for blessing. I, I really believe God is calling us, and Devin and I have been hearing this for the last several days. We have got to get our eyes off of the stuff. Is anybody other than me just sick and tired of every time we praise God, it's always about what he's going to do for us. Every time we worship God, it's always about what our worship is going to do to the devil. It's not about any of that. I want to make an edict in here. We're not going to praise God anymore for what he's going to give us. Praise is not a tool that we utilize to get what we want. Praise is what we render to a God who we deem is holy and worthy. And if he never does one more thing for me, oh my Jesus, I feel him in here right now. He's good. For the Lord is good and his mercy endureth for, whoo, his mercy endureth forever. May we return to the purity of praise. The authenticity of worship. Where it's not what we do or what we say to get something from heaven. It's what we give because we as his people believe he is a good, good father. And we're not here just to get what's in your hand. We're here to seek and bless your holy face. So I began to, I began to hear this thing about the blessing. This would be a year of blessing and we, we automatically receive that and we should. I want you to hear me say, God is going to bless you this year. Selah. God is going to bless you this year. Dear lady, with your hand up, God is going to bless you and your house this year. Amen. You're freaking out right now, aren't you? It's okay. He's going to bless you. He's going to bless every one of you. Psalm 65 verse 11 says, he's going to crown... Chad, put that on the screen, please. 6511, Psalm 6511, he's going to crown your year with goodness. Do you know what that word crown means? This is the reason why the Psalm, the, 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 the translators, Elder, they used the word crown because the Hebrew word for crown means to encircle. 
So the crown that we stick on the head of a king is a circle, Matt. You sit it on the head and you crown their head with a crown. But the word in the Hebrew means to literally encircle. I want to prophesy this over you and declare this over you and your family. I'm not being flaky or fruity when I say prophesy. I simply mean I want to declare it to be done and so. From January through December, this year will be encircled with the goodness of God. I bless your family with that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the year 2019, God is going to encircle your days with the blessing of heaven, the goodness of God. You say, Pastor, you say things like you believe this house is special. I believe your house, this house is special. I don't believe we're better than anybody. I just believe that if you'll let God in, he'll do things that other people who don't let him in, he can't do. I just want to let him in, and I want him to bless your house. Every businessman and woman, if you own a business, and you're, I did this last week, but I'm going to do it again. I want to bless you. Every businessman and business lady, you work by commission, you work your own business, you, you're, you're starting a business. I want you to stand right where you are right now. Whether you're a member of this church or not, I, I, if you came today and you're not a member of this church, but you're a businessman or a business lady, please stand. I want to bless you. I'm, I'm not going to call you out. I'm, not, I'm just going to bless you. Lift your hands and receive this. This year, oh God. I pray for increase and goodness to be manifested over these precious brothers and sisters that are a part of this church family. And those that are visiting today, I thank you that the goodness of God is going to encircle and crown their year. I thank you for open doors. I thank you for increase, Father. I declare over them now that you are not the God of just enough, but the God of more than enough. Okay, thank you, Spirit. There is someone here struggling and worried. While your hands are lifted, receive this. Somebody, not everyone needs this word. There is someone standing who is a business owner, and you are worried about your retirement. You, you are worried about your retirement. You're, a little, you're getting a little bit older in years. You haven't been able to store up or put up, and you haven't been able to get your, your, your retirement in order. And I hear the Lord saying that in 2019, if you'll honor God and put God first, that in this year, God is not only going to meet the budget, but God is going to give you significant resources to put away for your future. Somebody was not able to, to put money away in retirement. God is going to bless your 2019 with increase. Lord, every person who's standing, I pray an anointing on their hands and their hearts. God said to me in prayer this week, tell them, Kevin, they can handle it so they can have it. If you can handle it, you can have it. And there are some people in this room today, I want you to know the enemy has told you you can't handle increase, but I rebuke the lie of the enemy over your mind. You can handle it in the name of the Lord and you're gonna be able to have it. Lift your hands up high. Jesus, bless the people whose hands are up right now. Bless all of our businessmen and women. I thank you for bringing increase to their house and in all that they do, God, they will honor you. In Jesus' name, you can be seated. All of our hardworking men and women, if you don't own a business but you're a hardworking man or woman, lift your, I want you to stand up on your feet right now. Come on, hardworking men. You work in a job, you work for somebody, work in a factory, work wherever. It's okay, stand up, lift your hands to the Lord right now. 
I want the whole staff to stand. Y'all work with me. Come on. You're going to get in on this. What's wrong with y'all? Every one of you lift your hands up high. I declare the Lord is encircling this year, crowning this year with his goodness over your life. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the blessing of God is coming on this house, on your house, that everything those hands that are lifted is put to this year, the hand of God is going to move in your direction and he's going to multiply that. I declare increases for you, bonuses that you were not expecting. I declare, declare unexpected increases in pay are coming to your house in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, Lord. And I thank you right now, Father God, that promotion does not come from the north, the south, the east, or the west. But I thank you as we draw near to you and you have become the object of our desire and pursuit. Father, you are unlocking the blessing of heaven over the lives of our people. And I declare that in this year, they're going to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. They will be blessed in cities and in fields when they come, when they go. Everything, Father God, that we have came from you and you dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Father, we thank you. You're the father of light in whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. What you have declared, you will surely bring to pass in their life. I bless them with every good thing in Jesus' name. And if you receive it, said amen. All of our college students stand up. Everyone sit down. All of our college students stand up. Oh, yes, we're going through it today. All of our college students stand up. Lift your hands to heaven. I bless you with scholarships. I bless you with jobs before you get out of college. I bless you right now to have inventions. You are brilliant. You Listen to me. While your hands are lifted and your eyes are on Jesus, receive the word of the Lord. You are brilliant. Through your renewed mind, God will change your generation. I declare over you in the name of the Lord Jesus that God is going to birth in your spirit ideas, strategies, give you downloads. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I believe that in this house there are people that are going to reshape the technology field. You're going to own the mountain of entertainment. God is going to work through our sons and daughters. I see the hand of the Lord coming on you in the name of Jesus. You are the head. You are not the tail. You hear me, young lady? You are a and you are not beneath. Don't you let anyone tell you that because of your last name or the color of your skin or where you came from that you are not welcome, you are not allowed, and you are not permitted. Your daddy owns the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And I declare he is for you in 2019. His blessing is coming on your life. There is nothing too big for your God. He'll give you the desire of your heart. And I bless you that in 2019 you will know the goodness of the Lord. Be seated. I want all my senior citizens living on a fixed income to stand right now. Senior citizens. Come on, don't be ashamed. Y'all get discounts at Shoney's. Come on. <laughs> all my grandmas and grandpas in the faith. Come on, seasoned saints. We don't have old people. We have seasoned saints. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lift your hands up. Grandma and Grandpa, come on, lift your hands up. I want to bless you. Isn't this beautiful? I said, isn't this beautiful? Lord, I bless the Simeons and the Annas. <laughs> Woo! 
in this house. They pray night and day for the ministry. They pray night and day and they seek your face, oh God. I bless every one of them whose hands are lifted now. I thank you, Father God, that the social security system in America is not their ultimate source. They're going to know that you're good and I thank you that, that they're going to experience outpouring blessings, increased generosity from their family. I declare over them and mama, you need to hear me. Grandma, you better hear me. Lack is not going to be your problem in 2019. I declare over every widow in this house, you are blessed. The hand of the Lord is moving in your favor. I see doors opening for the, for the widows, the seasoned saints, the, the fathers in the faith in this house. God is going to bless these men and women of God in this place. I release blessing over you now. And your children are going to rise up and call you blessed. Oh, wonderful. Jesus, I thank you right now. The Holy Spirit said, retire and rest, but don't retire from the kingdom because the kingdom needs you in 2019. Hallelujah. Rest in your body, but wear the devil out night and day, honey. Put them rollers in your hair, honey. I want you to walk around in your night, moo-moo, your gown, whatever it is, and I want you to bind up devils and chase the enemy out of the camp of the righteous. This is your year. Hallelujah. Woo. Youth group, sit down, mamas and daddies. You can be seated. Youth group, stand up, teenagers. Oh, Jesus. Don't you get cool on me. Lift your hands up to heaven right now, every one of you. You say, what will they think about me? I'll tell you what they think about you. When favor gets on you, they'll want some of it. Hallelujah. Father, I bless every one of our sons and daughters right now. I thank you that in 2019, I praise you, God, that not one stray bullet will come in their direction. I thank you that our sons and daughters will be shielded and protected by the hand of Almighty God. I praise you, Lord, that they're going to ace the ACT and the SAT. And I thank you, Father God, you're going to give them friends that, that honor you, Lord Jesus, in this year. Strip everybody out of their life that is not part of where they're going and give them friends that will lead them to Jesus. Oh, I bless them in the name of the Lord. I bless our sons and daughters in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare over 2019, they're stressed about their grades, but let them chill out, Jesus. You are the lifter of their head. Give them wisdom and give them knowledge and let them learn, but I pray more than they'll make straight A's. I pray they'll be an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. I pray they'll be a citizen of the kingdom of God and they'll be blessed everywhere they go in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on, look at your mom and daddy and tell them F stands for fantastic. D stands for dynamite. Jesus. C stands for child of the king. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. B stands for best and A stands for awesome. So wherever you are, sons and daughters, I want you to know you're going to have a great 2019. Amen. Who did I miss? Who? Who? Pastors, evangelists, apostles, prophets, 
ministry leaders, stand up. Yeah, got preachers all over the house. If I drop the microphone and pass out, somebody will finish this. Hands up. I bless you with open doors that will blow your mind this year. I declare in the name of Jesus, God is going to crown this year with divine appointment. Divi I hear the Holy Spirit saying in my spirit, divine appointment. God tells, God's saying to me right now, he's telling me that it's not about your connections in 2019. It's about you being connected to him. And out of the overflow of that connection, there are coming great blessings and open doors. Oh, apostle, you've been all over the world, but watch what God sets you over in 2019. I declare in the name of Jesus, increase is coming to this house and this ministry in the name of the Lord. Oh, Shabbat. I thank you, Father, that when they leave this house every Sunday to go preach, they leave under the anointing and the fire of God that is in this place. I release them and send them and commission them today to operate in the fivefold signs, wonders, and miracles. Doors will not be shut, but doors will be open. The hearts of people will be receptive to the message, and the Spirit of God will be upon them as as they go, they will go in the strength of God in the name of Jesus. And I pray for them this year. Lord, I know how it is. I pray for every evangelist that when they go to small churches, they'll get the biggest offerings. Put it on them, 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 put it on them. Matt and Blair, come here. I want to lay my hands on you. God's about to put it on you. Hallelujah. Give me some oil. When I lay my hands on them, I'm going to pray for every evangelist. If you're an evangelist, shoot your hands up right now. And I'm just asking the Lord to crown this year. Baby, you've been worried about this finance thing, and God's about to take the worry away. In the name of Jesus. Oh, In the name of the Lord, I bless you with increase this year. I bless you with increase this year. In the mighty name of the Lord. I'm not through with that. Okay, single mom, stand up. All my single parents, all the single mamas, all the single, come on, stand up. Single parents, don't be ashamed. This is your house. This is family. Jesus. 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 Single moms, single dads, lift your hands to heaven. I want to bless you. I need to say this. I don't want to just bless you with my words. And I hope everyone in here understands my spirit and the heart that I'm getting ready to say because people get nervous when I start talking like this, but this is the shepherd in me. I want to bless you with my words. But if at any point in this year you don't know where to turn and you don't have help, don't you ever come to this church and not call the office of this house and let us help you if you are in dire situations. Your children are part of our family too. And we're going to help everybody in this house when we can and as we can. And I don't want you to ever think all you ever do is give here and can never find help. The devil is a liar. We are the family of God. And you're not going to go hungry and they're not going to turn off your light bills and they're not going to come and take your stuff because you can't. God's going to bless you. Lift your hands right now, please. Father, every one of these precious single mamas and daddies, I bless them today. Lord, I praise you that you're putting strategy and passion inside some of their hearts to not just barely make it. Some of them have businesses in their heart and mind. And in 2019, you're going to birth that business through them. I declare in the name of the Lord, 
this is the craziest thing I've ever heard, but you know, I really feel like God's going to give somebody a, like a deli or a bakery or something. I know this is crazy, but, but someone in here is a great cook and, and, and you have a heart to do something with this and the Lord's going to bless it this year. And there are people in this church, we have Lamont and we have other people in this church that, that know how to run restaurants. God's just going to do something for somebody in this and he's going to breathe on it and he's going to bless it in his holy name. 2019, God bless the year. Crown it with goodness. Crown it with goodness. Bless them with goodness, I pray God. I thank you for unexpected increase in resources. We didn't know where it was coming from, Lord. It's your hand doing it, and we give you the glory for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where's my iPad? Okay, God bless you. You can be seated. People are up here praying. That's just fine. Hunter, where are you at, buddy? Hunter, Hunter Hardy, where are you at? Where's Hunter? Hunter, come here. We're going to do it all today, right here in the goodness of God. Oh, he's so mad at me. I embarrassed him. Come here. Yeah. Hunter's still single. Is that right? Well, praise God. Hunter, I just hooked you up. Amen. Hunter is going to flight school in the Army to this coming week. This is his last Sunday. He's been with us for a long time. And he'll be back. He's always family, always family. I want you to stretch your hands toward Hunter right now. This is a tremendous door God's opened for him. But we just need God to line up who he's going to be under and who he's going to be connected with. Lord, I lay my hands on Hunter and I bless him for this new assignment that you're opening for him. Lord, we, we're proud of him, God. As a son of this house, we just bless him. We thank you, God. You're going to give him the right instructor. You're going to give him the right uh, partners in, uh, in this new flight school, the right people. Lord, line this up for him. I pray great favor over Hunter in this assignment. I ask your Holy Spirit to give him wisdom beyond himself and his years. Hunter, just keep, keep your eyes closed and your hand lifted. Hunter, I believe the Lord is going to be so close to you. You're going to just whisper his name. You're going to have some days where you need him. And he told me to tell you, just whisper his name. He's just going to be right there for you. You're not going to be alone one day in your life. I bless you with protection. I bless you with the angels of heaven. You're going to give God glory in all things. And God's going to continue to bless your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Love you, buddy. So proud of you. Okay, this is it. I'm done. I, I, I've gone further than I thought I would go. Okay, hold on. Hold that for me. I'll get confused. Hold on. Ephesians 1.3. Now, this is where I was going a moment ago before I got to blessing folk. Oh, but how many are glad we bless folk? Amen. Ephesians 1.3. Now watch this. This is the only place in the entire Bible where the verb, the noun, and the adjective for blessing is used in the same sentence. It's the only place in the entire Bible. Okay? And we did this a few moments ago. And some of you, if you ever thought about it, it sounds a little weird. But we blessed God. Now, this is incredible. We blessed God, and then I just told you God was going to bless you. And here's what's crazy about the, the, the word blessed. When, when someone blesses you and we say, I bless you, 
The, the Greek word, I don't want to get too Greek on you, right? But I want to help you. The Greek word is eulegeo. It comes from two Greek words put together, eu, E-U dash logos, L-O-G-O-S. Anybody recognize the word logos? Eu, logos. Watch. U E U means good, well, and best. Logos simply means what? Come on. Word. In fact, the Bible you hold in your hand is the logos of God, right? So when we say, I bless you, watch this, we are literally saying, I speak a word of well, good, and best over you. Now, you and I have to unconfuse the situation because when we go to funerals in today's time, in today's time, we go to funerals and people give what over the person who died? Eulogies, right? The good thing about God is he doesn't wait on you to die before he speaks good things about you and over you. Do you know when God declared goodness over you? It wasn't when you died. It was when Jesus died. You, you, you don't have to die for God to say something good over you. God's saying something good over you today. Okay? So watch this. There, there are three functions of that, of that whole thing about blessing. There is the noun, blessing. The blessing of God is upon you. And then there is the adjective, blessed. You are blessed. And then there is the verb, to bless. Are you catching this? So, how, okay, so Sister Jan, you're a teacher, Right? How many, any teachers in here? Lift your hand if you're a teacher. Oh, look at you marvelous people. Okay, any English teachers in here? Come on. Okay, great. Okay, so I almost failed. In, I'm not, a, I don't like English. Wasn't my deal. But I do know enough about English to make me dangerous. And here's what I know. I think I know this. <laughs> there are nouns, there are adjectives, there are verbs. The thing about the blessing of God is that, watch, the blessing of God is a verb to you. It is a noun for you and an adjective to describe you. Okay, are we getting this? I took some of you to English class right then. Isn't that marvelous? It is a verb to you. It is a noun for you. And it is an adjective that describes you. Amen. And all of them are locked up in this verse. Ironically, the first, the first thing about the blessing in this is not about the blessing that we receive or the fact that he blessed us. It is the revelation that God is adjective blessed. Don't miss this. When we were lifting up our voice a moment ago, Brian, and we were LeBron, we were singing, and we started singing, Blessing and honor be unto our God. That's a revelation song. As we blessed God, we agreed with the adjective, He is blessed. And then God, watch, turned to a people who agreed with the adjective that He is blessed. And then he opened his mouth and declared verb, a noun, over us that this year would be a year. He blesses us with every spiritual 
blessing. And I almost read to you Deuteronomy 28 to talk to you about how blessed you were. But Deuteronomy 28 is a Mosaic blessing. Watch. And it is actually inferior to this promise. Y'all missing what I'm saying? How many ever read Deuteronomy 28 and got blessed? How many ever read uh, Genesis 12 or Genesis 15, the, the Abrahamic blessing, and got blessed, right? Listen, I want you to understand that what God promised to Abraham and what God promised to Moses in Deuteronomy 28, both of those do not just belong to you. That and more belong to you, and you're missing what I'm saying. It's not that you're not blessed coming in, blessed going out, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come, blessed when you go. It's not that you're not the head and not the tail. All those things are true because they're in the mosaic blessing but I want to tell you that what Jesus died to give you is far greater than what he promised just Abraham and just Moses every blessing of the seed that he ever gave the people of God in the Old Testament has culminated in the person and in the work of Jesus Christ so when God told Moses, you're the head and not the tail. Actually, when Moses told the people, you're the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Blessing the city, blessing the field, blessing when you come, blessing when you go. When God said, I'll bless the fruit of your womb. When God said, I'll bless what you put your hands on. You say, oh, that's the law. That's the Old Testament. That don't belong to us. That's fine if you want to believe that. Me and my house, we believe every promise and every covenant of the Old Testament belongs to us because there is nothing that is left out when you come into relationship with Jesus. He didn't bless you with some spiritual blessing. Woo. He blessed you with all spiritual blessing. Everything about you, my God, somebody ought to receive this. Everything about your mind, body, soul, spirit, domestically, occupationally, relationally, family, in everything, financially, you are blessed. Well, this is the prosperity gospel. No, this is the gospel of Jesus. The gospel of Jesus is not so-so news. The gospel of Jesus is good news. And I didn't come today to tell you, oh, you're barely going to make it through 2019. Hell's on the way. We're going to have to hold on. But at the end, with our tongue dragging the ground, we're going to talk about how we barely made it. That's not what I came to declare over you. I came to tell you today this year will be crowned with goodness. This year will be crowned with the favor of the Lord. This year will be crowned with the blessing of God. I pray that when God gets through with you this year, oh my God, I feel like hopping a little bit in the house. I feel like praising Him a little bit in the house. By the time this year is over, you're not going to know what hit you and where it came from. You're going to turn around and say, thank you, Lord, that every good thing you did withhold from me, you blessed me and you let my cup run over. Somebody give God praise in the house today. Okay. Okay. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, Come on, look at them. If they started getting their purse together, acting like they were leaving, I want you to take their purse from them and tell them to sit down. They can't leave till they get through with it. I get through with this. Hallelujah. There is a blessing in this year. Well, Brother Wallace, all I got is a little cluster left. I felt like giving up. Oh, no, you can't give up. Isaiah 65 verse 8 said, don't get rid of the vine. There's a blessing in it. Slap three, three people. Oh, I'm trying not to preach. I'm really trying to talk and be real cool. I'm California chill today, but I feel like hollering at you before you leave, and I feel like telling you under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, there's a blessing in this year. There, I don't know what 2018 was like. I don't know what you've got left, but God told me to tell you there's a blessing in it. 
There's a blessing in whatever family you got left. There's a blessing in whatever children you got left. There's a blessing in whatever job you got left. Weeping only endures for a night. Joy comes in the morning. There's a blessing in it. We're getting ready to go home. We're going to give. But there's a blessing in it. Don't get mad with me this year if you walk up to me telling me about your problems and I start going. There's a blessing in it. Hallelujah. There's a blessing in it. Slap three people. I know there are people in here who think I'm just talking. If you think I'm just talking, I'm probably not talking to you. But if you're catching what I'm saying and feeling what's coming out of my mouth, look at your neighbor and tell them, there is a blessing in it. Okay. There's a blessing in it. Devin, I'm not trying to be churchy, okay? Just trying to tell them. Watch. When you bless God, He blesses you. So, so, so watch, hold on. When you bless God, He blesses, verb, you with blessings, nouns, and the adjective that leaves, that is left over for you to describe who and what you are is blessed. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna do one more time. When you bless God, and it's, you know what was so beautiful about today? We didn't know where we were going. And I don't know if you know if you saw it or not, but some people had to leave. I don't know who, and I don't care why. But if you got to know where you're going when you come to church here every Sunday, you're going to be real nervous. And I sort of liked, oh, I liked it when I didn't know what was next today. Wasn't it fabulous? Four years ago, I'd have had a nervous breakdown. I would have walked up here and said, Tobin, get up. So it's the truth. I would have said, LeBron, you can't get on your thing and kneel down. We must have a keyboardist. That's what some of you were thinking. Why is Tobin passed out and JoJo on her face? And why is LeBron on his knees? And nobody's got a microphone. Wasn't it wonderful? I mean, it was absolutely wonderful. If you wrestled with that, it's because you're a control freak. And this is a no control freak zone. He came up to me last night and he said to me, he was so right. He writes the rules, Pastor. This is his house. Oh, it was liberating when he told me that. He said, he writes the rules. This is his house. Isn't that fantastic? So, so as we just were worshiping the Lord, watch, and we blessed God, oh, and it was just all about him, 
the next thing we knew, we are receiving blessings. Why? Because God started blessing us. We received blessings now. Why? Because God started verb blessing us. Now when we leave, the adjective describing us is we are. Thank you. So God is going to verb bless you with nouns, blessings this year to the point that the only way to describe you is who do you think you are? How much time you got? We're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. We are blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when we come, blessed when we go. And it's not because we deserved it, earned it, or got in a good enough place to receive it. It's just because he is a good God. I want to tell you this, and I'm through. Get your tithing offering in your hand. And let me say this. Oh, we had this wonderful presentation for first fruit offering in the month of January. How many been around here long enough to know that in the month of January we do first fruit offering? Lift your hand if you've been here long enough to know that. Okay, some of you don't know that and that's okay, but this year you're going to step into a year of blessing and you're going to hear me over the next several weeks, every time at offering, encourage you to engage in giving a first fruit offering. Now, is that my tithe? No, whatever you tithe, tithe. First fruit is above and beyond the tithe and it is a gift and a seed you sow into the balance of this year, believing that you're going to receive harvest from the good hand of God because you have put him first in the area of your giving this year. There are, there are several things I just want to release over you and then, and, and really, I'm not going to preach these. I'm going to say, because this is what I felt like God spoke to me. Oh, where did it go? Jesus, help me on this. Number one, God said in 2019, he was going to remove hindrances that have historically kept you from encountering his divine goodness. Now, listen, I'm not talking about things that got in the way and stole your money. I'm talking about divine encounters with him. Well, you just, you just, you just depressed me, Brother Wallace, because I thought you were saying God's going to give me divine blessing. He is, but Abraham said something powerful in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. He said, no, 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 God told Abraham, thank you, Lord. God told Abraham, I will be your exceedingly great reward. And for some of you, the thing you've been wanting in life, you'll never get it because God refuses to have another God put before him. But when your reward becomes God himself, When your reward becomes God himself and you quit fighting for things, the reason half of us stay frustrated and, and, and heavy is because we don't have what we're seeking after. And the reason God won't give it to you is because if he did, it would become your God and you would cheapen the reward. The reward, hear me, the reward is not your house being paid off. The reward is God. And if you get him for the reward, I promise you paying off your house is not that big a deal to God. 
divine encounters, hindrances that have held you back from knowing the presence of God. God's removing those hindrances. Divine abundance. I believe this is a year of abundance. Pastor Benny said this on uh, Friday night, and I, nobody but Devin and I, and maybe there's a handful of people in here that, that, that know it, but this whole thing about property and land. Well, my landlord, no, honey, the land belongs to the Lord. And this grasshopper mentality that some of us have that we're just going to be able to pay our bills, God's going to get rid of that in some of your minds. I really believe God's bringing properties, houses you didn't build, vineyards you didn't plant. I wish someone would receive this. I believe God's going to do that for the people of God. You say, I don't deserve it. I didn't talk, I'm not talking about what you and I deserve. Well, I didn't earn it. Well, that's not what we said. God's going to bless you because you're his. And some of us just need to get back to making him number one priority and everything else is going to line up. I'm going to, I, I, th this morning is not a sermon, but it is the beginning of a series because the Lord spoke to me this past week and he said, actually three weeks ago, he said to me, I want you to teach on the basics because the blessing is in the basics. I said, what? The blessing is in the what? I thought the blessing was in the prophetic word. Isn't it amazing how God can say something over you, but if you don't commit yourself to being faithful to God, you can live with prophecies being unfulfilled. And here's the deal. This is what the next four weeks are going to be for us in this house. I'm just going to go back to teaching basics for a couple of weeks here. Prayer, fasting, giving, and obedience to the Word of God. Now you say, Pastor, I want something deeper. I'm tired of people drowning in revelation and they still haven't even mastered the basics. Do you know how much liberty you would have if you just had a prayer life? Do you know how blessed you would be and you, you and I would be if we just obeyed the word? Do you know what one month, there are people who are part of our church family, I don't understand it. We fast three days a month, the first three days. We don't have fasting, please. We don't stand at the door and say, what you giving up? For the first three days, the first Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of every month, we fast. If it's lunch, if it's breakfast, if it's dinner, if it's all of them, if it's meat, if it's sugar. And please, don't tell me you fast and you didn't get on Facebook for three days. That's not fasting. That's smart. That's just smart. You don't fast social media. You consecrate yourself from that. You fast food. And typically, in order for it to work right, you fast food you like. I'll leave it there. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm done. Get your offering and your tithe ready. We're going to give. How many know we're going to leave blessed today? There's just a glory here. It's just a great glory here. Thank you, Father. Matthew 7, 22 through 20-something, 20 24 in that area. There's a parable given about a man who built his house 
on sand than a man who built his house on a rock. If we're going to change the kind of year that we're getting ready to have, some of us need to examine our foundation and go back to building according to the basics that God gave us. You cannot build on sand and have a blessed year. And Jesus says something profound in Matthew 7. He says, a man who hears these sayings of mine and does them. Let that sink in. A man who hears these sayings of mine and does them is like a man who builds his house upon a rock. If you hear what God's going to say over the next few weeks and will build your life on that foundation, blessing is coming. Now listen, I read this this past week, and I know my whole life I've read that thinking, oh my God, the man built his house on a rock, and the storm came, and it wiped the man's house out that was on the sand, but the man that built his house up on the rock, the storm came, and, and, and the house stood. And we always, and I, just hear me for one second, I know the storm is always bad, but what if the blessing was in the rain? Don't miss it. What if God's going to bless you and I to the point that this year that we have to have a solid foundation? I don't want to have a sandy foundation so when the rain starts falling, favor and success destroy my life. Y'all missed what I just said. You missed what I just said. What if the rain and the wind blowing wasn't a bad thing? What if it was a God thing? But if you can't have your life established on the rock, Success and blessing can wreck you just as much as depression and defeat. I'm not building because I'm nervous about the storm. I'm not laying the right foundation because I think it's going to be a real hard life or a real hard year. I want to lay the right foundation so that when favor starts flowing, pride don't enter my heart and I don't lose everything God wanted to give me. So... I do want to challenge you to do two things over the next several weeks. I want you to talk among families, talk with your children, talk with your, your wife, husband. I want you to pray as you talk about what you are supposed to bring to God as a first fruit offering in this month. I will, it would blow your mind at the people who testify to us of the favor that breaks out throughout the year because they obey God in one instruction financially and it unlocked heaven's favor over their life. Now you have a decision to make sitting there. Those of you who've run with us and walked with us for years, I'm not a slick hair, shiny shoe. Well, my hair is shiny today, but I'm not a slick hair, shiny shoe, somebody slipping through town trying to take a brown bag special and get your money. I'm your shepherd and I'm here with you for the long haul. I want you to be blessed. You will not be blessed sitting out there wanting to be blessed. You will be blessed when you sow into fertile soil, attach faith to a seed and expect that harvest follows that seed. And I just want to declare over you that God will bless you financially this year if you will bless him financially. Bless God! And when you bless God, God blesses you with blessings and the adjective left to describe your life 
Because I am blessed. You don't know this one, do you? I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed. I feel that soul thing getting on me. When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I am blessed. Come on, look at somebody and tell them, I am blessed. Sing, I am blessed. Come on. Every day, every day that I live, I am blessed. When I wake up, Rob, quit laughing. Come up here and get on this keyboard. Hurry up. Get up here now. Get up here now. Don't you disobey. Get up here now. Come on. LeBron, it's just a thing. I just wanted to come and have fun with us. Come on. Come on. You used to play this every Sunday for 22 years. Crystal, I see you laughing too. Come on. I am blessed. I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. How many are blessed in this house today? Oh, I Come on, let's give God praise all over the church this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. We're going to sing in a minute. I want you to get your tithe in your hand right now. I, unless you're visiting and won't be back, I don't want you to give a first fruit offering today because I sincerely want you to pray about it. And over the next few weeks, you're going to see a first fruit envelope. Brian, do we have those? Rick, thank you. It says first fruit on it. It's important to me that you put it in this envelope because the staff of this church are going to pray over it over the next several weeks and believe God to bless the seed you sow. I want you to get your tithe in your hand this morning and I want you to lift it up to God if you give by text or online. If the vision of this house is what God's called you to connect with and you and your family know that this is your church family and we're part of the kingdom family together and you're celebrating and happy to be a part of the family, I want you to lift your hand and your tithe right now. Come on. Lift your hand if you're giving online. Lift your hand if you're giving by text. Lift your hand or if you're giving in the offering receiver. Lift your hand. I want you to lift your hands, both of them, up to God right now. I want to bless the tithe and the tither. And I want you to give today knowing that you're going to bless God with your tithe. And as you bless God with your tithe, He's going to bless you with blessings and the adjective left to describe your life is that you are blessed. If you believe it, say amen. Father, I bless the tithe and the tither. I thank you for every family that's a part of this church family. I love them and I know you love them more than I love them, God. They're the sheep of your pasture. Bless them today. 
be with them today. Multiply, increase, protect, and watch over in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Come on, let's bring it to the Lord and give today. God bless you as you give. Let's sing. I am blessed. I am blessed. Oh, every day that I live, I am blessed. Oh, when I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. Come on. Oh, I am blessed. Yes, I am. Every day that I live, I am blessed. Ah, oh, when I wake up in the morning, Till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. Yes, I am. Sing it. Come on, Ricky, play. Yes, I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. Yes, I am. Every day that I live, I am blessed. And when I wake up in the morning, till I lay my head to rest, I We'll see you this Wednesday. Don't forget that our fast begins tonight, midnight through Wednesday. This coming Wednesday is our signs and wonders service for all the church. We're going to come and experience the power of God together. I want you to have a blessed week. May the Lord be with you. Join us for the fast over the next three days, and I'll see you Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you leave today. Go in the blessing of the Lord. Come on. Sing it again. Oh, I am blessed. Yes, I am. I am blessed. Oh, every day that I live, I am blessed. And when I wake up in the morning Till I lay my